Whiskey Business is brought to you by the law offices of Saya and Pyatt and by Marcus Crosswoods Theater. Vacation, the hiatus, the sabbatical, time off and away from the routine, the nine to five, getting off the hamster wheel and taking yourself out of the cage and going someplace where the responsibility of life gets to be put on hold, at least for a little bit. But we have an increasingly harder time doing that these days, don't we? A lot of us have almost forgotten how to disconnect and deal with the fact that for the next seven to 10 days, the only thing you have to focus on is not to have to focus on anything. I don't know, read a book, take a nap in the middle of the day, have a long lunch, make a pot of coffee and actually enjoy a third and fourth cup right there in the house instead of putting it in some other to-go thing that you stick in the hole in your car. Enjoy the coffee while you read a paper. Yes, an actual newspaper. They still sell them. And there are still great journalists that know how to write for them. Yeah, turn a page of a paper. No swiping, no links. And dare I say it? No internet. That's a double-edged sword because if you didn't have the internet, then you couldn't listen to this podcast. But you know what? You know what? I'm okay with that if it means that you will truly unplug and let your senses appreciate some things that you've pushed so far down the list that sometimes they don't even make the list. Because let's be honest, I'm not going anywhere. You can listen to me in this bourbon babble whenever you want when you get back from the vacation the hiatus the sabbatical you know when you get back in the cage and get back on the wheel welcome to whiskey business a podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey i am your host dino tripotas listen to the excitement in my voice because it has been a little bit of a hiatus hey hansberry welcome back producer extraordinaire um, thank you for the uh, the whiskey shots that you put together in, in the mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks. But Halloween's the, my favorite uh, holiday. So. It was a good. There were, those were some nice whiskey shots. I I enjoyed them myself. Listening to did you uh, have you missed our our long form podcast? I have. Yeah, I, and I haven't drank any good bourbon or whiskey since uh, since then. I was I've concerned been stuck about with, like you. PBR. I was concerned that yeah. all the. Uh, see, I think this is. I think uh, we'll introduce our guest bottle and our guest in a second. But I think this will be our thirty. Eighth bottle. I also realized that when we were when I was on vacation, when we were on vacation, we weren't on vacation. I would never you take were you on, on vacation. I would never take you on vacation with me. <laughs> but I, I realized that we completely like. I, I know when people do these podcasts, they split them up into like season one or season two. They take a break. We've had no season one or we've just we just go we just go. But we completely missed our anniversary, which was like in October sometime. Like I think at the first week of October. Or something. We've been yeah. doing this for over mm-hmm. a year now. We have. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Congratulations well, to you. Thank it's you. been fun. Yeah. And we've tried some really good bourbon along the way. 
We have. We've uh, we tried some good bourbons. We've picked up sponsors. Mm-hmm. Want to thank the law offices of Saya and Pyatt, located in Columbus, Ohio, Delaware, Ohio, Cleveland, and Mount Gilead, Ohio. You can contact them at splaws.com or 888-OVIOhio.com or the old-fashioned way on the phone, 614-444-3036. Contact them today for a free consultation. Uh, say in Pyatt, we'll, we'll, we'll remind you of them a little bit later in the podcast. But, yeah, look at us, fancy sponsors and your, 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 your whiskey wiser. Right, I am a whiskey snob. We've talked about this. I, I was concerned. Yeah. I was, I was concerned, even with just the short hiatus, that mm-hmm. that you would fall back to your your old ways. Mm-mm. I went to a, a bourbon bar over the weekend, actually. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, had that, had that, had that." I was felt kinda, good. Yeah, didn't it felt it? real cool. Felt good. Uh-huh. Felt good. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. I I don't want you to become a whiskey snob because, as we've discussed on whiskey business, there are a lot of great whiskeys under the $50 yeah. mark. And if you're drinking whiskeys that are under $50, if you're drinking whiskeys that are in the 25 and you're not a snob, you're just smart. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, yeah. Cause I'm not rich enough to be a snob. <laughs> maybe you're, a, maybe, maybe instead of a whiskey snob, you're becoming a whiskey genius. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that one on my resume. for a second. As we introduce our guest bottle, actually getting to some whiskey business tonight on whiskey business, our guest bottle is uh, a lovely combination of things. The thrice hopped three binds hop flavored whiskey. Let me tell you, the whiskey renaissance, if you will, explosion that has been happening across the country is just amazing. I mean, yeah, you can go old school with your bourbons that have been around for hundreds of years, but I really like some of the exciting things that are happening in the whiskey world. And I'll be honest, not all of them are are great, but I appreciate the efforts that people are making, and I definitely appreciate the effort that our guest, Pat Testa, is making with this. Three Binds, welcome to Whiskey Business, Pat Testa. You, my friend, I believe are the first, first whiskey maker of a whiskey product on our show. You have that distinction. Fantastic. Congratulations. Well, well, thanks you for have having me. The honor of, of being the first. Now all the others will fall into place. Yeah, they're all behind me. They'll all be behind you and they'll all say, <laughs> well, if, if, uh, if that guy was on with his whiskey, well, we make whiskey. Right. Uh, but Three Binds is it's, it's an interesting name for a whiskey. I said binds, not vines. Binds are a long, flexible stem of a climbing plant, especially the hop. Correct? That's right. Yes, there are binding plants. Binding plants in, in your garden mm-hmm. in in the wilderness, but hops tend to be uh, regarded as the most important uh-huh. of the binding plants. It's also uh, in, in the Urban Dictionary. It's also a cigarette. Well, uh, we don't put any cigarettes. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a cool cigarette, man. We, we let we let other people yeah. do whatever they want. Almost in my bag to smoke me a bind, man. <laughs> Uh, drink me some, smoke me some. <laughs> drink me some and smoke me some. Three vines and I'm fine. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> anyway, I digress. Um, yes. So the vine, it's, uh, you know, the easiest way to remember it is grapes grow on vines and hops grow on vines. So t- technically, a vine is what people think is a vine. Say that again. Grapes. Grapes grow on vines 
and hops grow on vines. You're going to Dr. Seuss that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, a vine can grow up, grow up a wall or grow up bricks uh-huh. sure. or rocks or whatnot. Vining plants need another one of its kind in order to intertwine to have strength to grow vertical. So if you're a hop farmer, and maybe you'll have a hop farmer on here someday, who knows? But he, uh, uh, but a hop, down he or she, hop farmer. Uh, this farmer would uh, snip all the binds off till he has three in one clump that will attach to a string and climb up the string. So they'll, they'll do a whole row of strings for their hop farm, if you've ever seen a picture of a hop farm. Well, and that's, that gives the best yield and it gives the strongest plant as it grows up. I want to get to the, the history and how this all happened here in just a little bit, but let's talk about the actual whiskey. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ta- I've taken the first sip just before we start. I'm taking the second sip. And, um, wow, there's all kind of stuff going on here. And, and I would imagine that would be because of the hops. Um, bourbon. Plus, am I saying it right? Simcoe? Simcoe. Simcoe plus Cascade uh-huh. plus Amarillo. Right. Amarillo is one of a lot of brewers, and, and we haven't even mentioned brewers yet, but a lot of brewers' um, favorite hops. Um, but for a while there, they weren't as readily available, so they used other things. But, but typically, um, you you can find, like if you're a home brewer or something, you could find maybe 40 or 50 varieties of hops to choose from. Uh, Amarillo is typically available at the, the, this day and age, so it wasn't hard for us to come up come up with enough to make this. And the third one is Cascade, which is they say uh, the most widely used of the hops yeah. in, in craft brewing. If you're a, an IPA drinker or a pale ale drinker, chances are you probably know what a Cascade hop flavor profile is. It is very prevalent in uh, a lot of the name brands, even Sierra Nevadas and and all of the craft breweries these days. What possessed you to bring three hops mm-hmm. that are normally <laughs> associated with craft brewing and, and, and beer and, you know, mix them with the whiskey world? Well, um, we're brewers. You started as yeah. brewers. We've been brewing for 18 years together, my cousins and I have. So it, we... Um, Actually, it was at a family brewing session in 2015. A family brewing session, what which is we that? do. What uh, is that? What does that entail? The day after Thanksgiving, my cousins and I have been getting together for about 10 or 12 years now. Uh huh. Well, maybe as many as 18. I, I can look back. Yeah, and when you're drinking, you lose count. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we brew together, and we come up. And typically, it, it started off as uh, we wanted to brew our Christmas ale for Christmas. Because then we see each other again on Christmas Eve, and we tap the keg and have our Christmas sale. But uh, since we got better at making more batches at the same time, we started branching out and coming up with different recipes. So we would, I would typically do my Christmas sale, and my cousins would come up with something else, and then we would have three or four different beers to taste on Christmas Eve. Nice. So we do that every Thanksgiving the day after Thanksgiving, we spend the day brewing. So that day in 2015, we're sitting there and one of the guys said, hey, anybody want some bourbon? And we're like, sure. We had a, some downtime. We're sipping on bourbon and, and somebody says, what would happen if we uh, took an IPA and combined it with the bourbon? And, and 
didn't take long for one of us to say, I don't know what would happen, you know? So we tried that and it completely failed. Right. <laughs> I mean, did you, did you actually mix the IPA into the mm-hmm. bourbon in a glass and, yeah. and yeah, tasted we, it? And then we tried um, taking the wort, which is the beer before it's fermented. Right. And we thought, well, maybe we'll use that. We'll take a cask strength bourbon, water uh-huh. it back with the wort, and right. maybe add a little water to, to make it. Uh-huh. Right, and that didn't work. Failure it turns into milk, like a yellowy green milk. Okay, you don't not attractive. No. I don't care how you bottle it. Right. <laughs> so eventually, we uh, uh, we we didn't really give up. But my my cousin Joe um, sent us all an email, the, the four of us, and said, "I think we might actually we should probably try to do this because he did some research and found that there are actually hopped whiskeys out there. We didn't know that at the time. And so, um, we ordered a bunch of the hopped whiskeys and we came up with whatever we could come up with for a hopped whiskey. We started just hopping whiskeys, just putting hops directly into whiskey and tasting them and mixing them and, and eventually came with some, came up with something we liked. And, uh, Ours was better than all the commercial examples we had bought. So we were stoked at that moment. We're like, wait a minute. How can we do something? Who determined that they were better? You guys? Oh, it was unanimous. It was, it was, it was, cons- <laughs> it was amongst the, the four of you? The or four of us, yeah. Of, and, yeah. Then, and then we, our spouses, we, we asked them to taste and, and, uh, yeah, I've ever, everybody was excited about it. So, and when you came we up took with it the, seriously, when you came point. up with the right combination, did, were you like, did somebody write this down? <laughs> yeah, well, we that was kind of uh, uh, we did that kind of in a research way. So uh-huh. we each took a portion of the alphabet, and we just tried. And Amarillo was one of mine. So we tried hopping all these different hops, and then we got together. On a Saturday, we brought our three favorites that we had hopped, um, and everybody tasted them, and then we came up with combinations that we thought were okay, but it took a while. It took a long time. I wish what I really truly wish is we would have counted all the ones that we that had failed. The failed then ones. we would know. You know, yeah. it was number 57, or, you know, we don't know what it was. Yeah, well, you should make up a... Uh, a reasonable. It was number, number fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. <laughs> fifty-seven tries later, because that, that that makes for a good story. There's three hundred and thirty-three. Three hundred thirty-three <laughs> attempts, and then finally, Eureka! Yeah, three blinds. Yeah, man. That, so then this... we stuck with the theme of three because we 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 actually had the brand. Uh, I would give that to Joe as well. Boy, Joe's going to get a lot of accolades here today too because he's also the pa- the big the best palate of the group. Yeah, and um. But he came up with the name Three Binds. He asked if everybody liked it. We thought it was great. And I like it. So then we went with that theme. We're like, well, maybe we should just use three hops. Like find the best combination of three hops. Because we're we're we want the three hops to grow together just like the plant grows together to make the better combination of flavors. Makes sense. And so we did that. And uh, the only thing we didn't do was cut one of the four out of the group. So we would only have three. But we have four partners in the business. Uh-huh. Okay, it's three binds, but you keep referring to four people. I know you mentioned Joe, right? So there's two others that that probably yeah. need some recognition, if you will. Sure, Joe is uh, my first cousin, Joe Zaha. His brother's name is Jerry Zaha. He's also a partner, and uh, Jim Jackson, a lifelong friend, who we pretty much consider a cousin at this point. He's been to every family function since probably the age of eleven. So I yeah, think he's in there. 
So it's, it's so, like the Beach Boys. Yeah. yeah. So when you guys are all hanging out together, growing up together, you know, he's like, you're going to put me in there too, aren't you? You're gonna, <laughs> I get to make the whiskey too, right? Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 And he has, he had, has Jim had an instrumental part in all this as well? Oh yeah. We all, all four of us, uh, did all, did all the testing with the hops. We did it in a very scientific way. Very scientific. All four of you bring something to the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like everybody says, everybody brings something to the table. You guys all brought something to the bottle. That's pretty awesome. That's right. And we all, when we all craft it together, I mean, when we get together to do the hopping process, it is a full day of just us four working together in the distillery. I mean, it's, we have a great time. I got the music flowing. I got the, the boom box and, and uh, uh, whiskey mix. I got a really nice whiskey mix. Got a lot of John Lee Hooker on there. Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, boom, 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 boom. So, yeah, it's uh, and we're all, we all love music, too. So a couple of the uh, trips that we make to go visit distributors, we tie them around going to a concert in that city, too. So <laughs> helps the whole process. You guys are just having fun. We are having fun. It's, it's, you know, and the fact that we're, you know, cousins and it, it just makes it all the better, you know, because. Whatever uh, happens, don't lose that spirit as you continue to make this spirit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, thanks. Yeah. I, that's, that's, that's exactly what we talked about on our very first meeting. And, and we looked at each other in the eye and said that. And I do remember one thing my uncle Burns said one time that uh, really goes well with our with our bourbons variety is the spice of life and so what we do together is we bring all these other things that we do into one into into what we do every day so everything that we do outside in, in our lives we bring it back together and i think that's what makes our family so much fun to work with and, and to hang out with is because we do all these different things together and i think it hopefully comes through in our bourbons I, I think it does. And I think Hansberry and I want to be part of the family. <laughs> it was a process. We did all that in, in 2016 and, and had our product, a sample of it by September. Of? Of what we thought would be a commercial product of three binds. So September of 2016. Where did it go first? Who, who, who took a chance? Um, fortunately, Joe is a wine broker, so he's been, he's been brokering wines for 25 years. Nice. So we had a lot of contacts, um, that, uh, he, he handpicked some in other States and said, Hey, I think you might like this product, send you a sample, see what you can do. And our first order came in from Indiana. We got Indiana, then we got Maryland and Wisconsin and, uh, <laughs> All New before, Jersey all and New before York. Ohio. Yeah, all before. Isn't that funny how it is? You make something in your home state. It's right. like it's like with your family. You do something <laughs> good, and your family is like the last ones to recognize what right. you've accomplished. Everybody else is singing your accolades, and your family's like, "What's he doing in the basement?" Right. You know. And and then you make this in your home state, and in how many other states before Ohio? I think Ohio was the seventh state. Uh, we were in California before we were in Ohio. It's the and, state. Thanks, Ohio. Thanks, Ohio. Way to go. Way to be on the ball, Ohio. That's yeah. that's awesome. So yeah, you have a how? So where did it go in Ohio for the first time? Well, you know, Ohio is a control state, so the state technically buys all the alcohol for sale. So right. um, 
they're a single distributor mm-hmm. in the state, and then the agencies are the branches. They're they're, they're now kind of um, privately owned now, but they are still a branch of the of the government. Yeah, I don't know who I have to talk to in that department because Ohio gets the smallest, I think, allocation of of good whiskeys and bourbons that are available out there. I think any other state, in my opinion. I mean, we struggle to find the hard to find bourbons yeah. and whiskeys. You know, the, the, it's a, it's like a magical quest. So Ohio does what they do, and you want to get this out there. So what do they say? Uh, well, they put us off for a long time. It was September when they we they said, yeah, we'll try to get you in by November, and then it was December, and then they didn't add anybody, and they kept pushing us back. But we ended up landing in Ohio in April. Um, March, I'm sorry, March. Um, but I want to tell you about the first bottle sold in Ohio, okay. which I believe, if I, of course I don't know for sure, but I believe my brother bought it. <laughs> Your brother? So my brother Dean, who uh, is a big fan, he claims to be the the highest consumption <laughs> of of three binds so far. But um, he bought a bottle from California before it was available in Ohio. So. Uh. There was one distributor, or there was one wine shop in California that had a license to sell in like 35 states. So we found that guy posted on Facebook. A couple of people wanted to order it, and my brother ordered one from Akron. So this is this is what happened. He got a bottle shipped from north of San Francisco to Akron, Ohio, and got to enjoy it. But before it was in San Francisco, that bottle. The bourbon, the raw bourbon, distilled in Indiana, uh-huh. crafted in Akron, Ohio. So it traveled to Akron. It actually was in two places in Indiana. Then went to Akron. We did our thing. We bottled it. We do everything by hand there. We bottled it, labeled it, packaged it up, put it on a pallet, shipped it to New Jersey because that's where our warehouse is. Everybody in the country goes through New Jersey to pick up their imports from Europe, and and so domestic producers also put a warehouse in New Jersey so they can get their stuff too. And truck picked it up in New Jersey, drove it to Sacramento. Sacramento sold it to San Francisco. San Francisco put it on the shelf. My brother in Akron orders it from the internet. <laughs> got shipped to Akron. So how many states did it go through? <laughs> Gone through. <laughs> and I think he helped bottle it too. <laughs> that man. <laughs> but now so, it is available in Ohio. Yeah, we yeah. Ha- uh, we have three binds in uh, somewhere around thirty-five to forty agencies now. So it's it's it. We've blanketed Northeast Ohio, and and in Central Ohio, we may have maybe. Um, uh, probably twelve different stores right that, now. That that just strikes me as as so daunting of a of a project. When yeah. you consider, I mean, it's like when I think of putting a new whiskey out there, it, it's almost like trying to introduce a new soft drink that and, and try to find your way on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And yet, you guys are doing it. So, what do you attribute aside from it being a well, good product? Yeah, because obviously you have to have that out of the gate. What do you attribute to the uh, success? Well, we're, we're just working hard right now. I mean, really, it's in Ohio especially. You know, I'm I'm the artist. Yeah. <laughs> I do the labels. It's, I, it's, I, it's a great no. I'm doing. You know, this is that's what I do. I, but now I'm out there selling too because we have four of us and we're you know 
we we don't have the income to employ anyone. We, we what we did is we agreed that this business was going to be grown from the ground up, and we were just going to start slow and build it and build it and see how far we can take it. And we got a good product, like you said, that that helps a lot because when I go into an agency and ask them if they would like a taste, I can't even remember the last time somebody said we're not going to stock it because. I think everybody did. Once they tasted it, they were like, this is a good product and it's a good price, you know. So um, they're happy about that. I'm laughing because of all the hops and it and the appeal that it has to IPA drinkers. It's like a, it's almost like a gateway whiskey <laughs> for, for beer drinkers. Sure. <laughs> We'd like it to be. When I was, I was just thinking, I, I just had a couple IPAs before we started. Yeah, <laughs> that helps. And... It's it's a nice compliment. It yeah. goes well. well. Sometimes you can't mix, but this is and these so far three so flavors. Good. I mean, the the Simcoe is is kind of woody and 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 pine like. Mm-hmm. Um, the Amarillo, that's got more. That's uh, almost um, grapefruity. It's a more pungent, mm-hmm. a more pungent. Uh, you, you'll if you get the uh, aroma, which you get typically off the top, but. Um, as it sits and gets, the ice starts to melt. I'm yeah. not sure how much aroma you get, but because um, of the it burns off with the high alcohol. But um, the Amarillo is producing that that aroma for it. We we approached it like brewers. So a brewer would want to get the qualities of a hop into their beer. They want the bitterness, they want the flavor profile, and then they want an aroma. Right. So that's kind of how we focused on that. So we do a three-stage hopping process to get that that exactly what a brewer would want into a beer, into the suburban. So it, it doesn't it doesn't taste like an IPA. It doesn't... It, it tastes like a whiskey. It, it tastes like a whiskey. It tastes it tastes like a, like, what yeah. is a whiskey? It's a whiskey. It is whiskey. It's, it yeah. is whiskey. It's whiskey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a whiskey. It tastes like a whiskey. It, it is a whiskey. Yeah. But it has these other... Uh, yeah, and and our main fun things going on. And our main focus was we wanted to put out a quality product that that still tastes like a bourbon, but had a unique profile. And, and, and that's it's got a kick. It's it's ninety proof. Um, what's it retail for on the shelves? Um, in Ohio, it's twenty seven ninety five plus there, tax. Oh, look at that! That's yeah. that's a magic number. Mm-hmm. That's under thirty dollars. Thirty dollar bottle. And um, we're gonna we haven't finished these yet mm-hmm. because now. Uh, just in time for the holidays, you've got the, this other bottle of Three Binds, which is the 12 Spices of Christmas. Yeah, it's brand new. It's not uh, even in the store yet. It's not coming, even in the store yet? Well, it, it, it will be in days, within days of now. So so we're getting an exclusive. Yeah. On the, Oh, Hansberry, drink up. we got to try this. <laughs> we got to try this. Now, t- while, while we're uh, finishing up the, the uh, original Three Binds, tell me about this. The twelve spices of Christmas. I mean, is it uh, is what what's in this one that's different than the original? So uh, we we are called Three Binds Hop Spirits Company. So we are focusing on just hopping spirits. So right, we actually have some other ones that we we're not ready to roll out. It's going to take some time before we have the capacity to do other ones. But our second one all along has the second release we wanted to do was a christmas ale version so this if this first one is an ipa or a pale ale in the whiskey world the next one is a christmas ale in the bourbon world or in the whiskey world that's awesome so yeah we uh so you're kind of following the tradition of what you guys did when you would get together at thanksgiving and put together something for 
Christmas time, you get back together, you know, Christmas Eve, and you have your Christmas sale that you share. So you're kind of following yeah. uh, the pattern of what you guys always have done. Yeah, and it's it, you know, the 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 product is called Twelve Spices of Christmas. Um, we really do have twelve flavors in there, but we also have the hops. So it's it's about. Uh, May I? Absolutely. Let's go for it. All right. So, damn. Uh, I mean, just the, just the, uh, the, just uncorking it. Smells like a Christmas sale. It, it's, it's, I, Pat, excuse my language, but it smells like the fucking holidays. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the goal. And that uh, is, but, but I, I think, um, if, if it, I, I'm going to, I haven't even, it's going to taste gonna, a little different than what it smells I'm going like. to drink this, this first little sip neat because okay. the, the aroma Mm-hmm. Just, just the smells that all, all the different scents that hit me right out of the gate, make me want to taste it pure and and right. on its own. I think, so, I think my opinion is the aroma has a sweeter, sm- oh, definitely sweeter, sweeter smell. It's, it's almost cinnamon. Um, yeah, you know, normally, it's, it's so funny. I don't normally like uh, sweet mm-hmm. li- liquors per se, but this. Well, you, you'll be pleasantly surprised that it's not as sweet as it smells. Then I think. Oh, dude. That is like the best of both worlds. I mean, if you're talking about it's good. 12 spices of Christmas and this is your holiday This is this is this is a party whiskey right here. This is a this is a holiday yeah. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Sit I bet you this I bet you this will this. open up nicely with some with some ice, but if you drink mm-hmm. this neat, yeah, you're right. You get the the sweet aroma of all those spices, but then when you sip it, you know, hey, you're back, back to whiskey. To you're yeah. back to whiskey, dude. Back to whiskey. It's making me use the word dude too many times. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude. Oh, that's. <laughs> woo. That's yeah, good. You ran out of words to say. It'll get you. It's 80 proof. The uh, three binds wow. hopped is 90 proof. This one's 80, so it's a, it's a. It's a little bit easier to drink, I now, think. Something like this, would this be available all year round or would it only become out of limited time? It's limited time. Oh. Yeah, we just are making enough for this holiday season. We did uh pre um we did like a pre sale um Would this be available in Ohio when it comes out? It's available in Ohio, yeah. Where in Columbus? Well, I'm not exactly sure because the state actually likes it. So they are pushing it out to sixty different Agency, so that's, I think it'll be a lot more. It'll be a lot more prevalent than the original. Congratulations, that's yeah. awesome. So all the giant eagles that have a liquor store have uh-huh. it. Uh, Kroger's, Kroger's, uh, Wyland's Market. Okay, oh, well, that's um, right. That's close to me, and I got I got hookups at all those places. So all I got, <laughs> I, I gotta just tell them like, when you get the three binds in, put me yeah. back a bottle. Oh, yep. this is got it in Westerville. I think Hills Market's gonna stock it up in uh, up in Powell, yeah, Worthington, yeah. I don't know if it's because it's the latest whiskey that's on my tongue, but as much as I enjoy the original Three Binds, uh, this is special. It's a, it's a new experience. I mean, it's this, like this you, is you special. Know. This is really, I I like this. Uh, you better. Well, we put, also have a you know a European history, so we have, you know, we've tasted a lot of liqueurs and and uh, you know and and. In Italy, you know, you get Sambuca after sure. dinner. You, yeah. Uh, so you're going to taste it. Are you little... a fan of the white or the black Sambuca? 
Uh, I actually like the white better, but I I will. You ever mix them? No, I mix don't, the white I and the black. Mixed, huh? Yeah, I mix. I, sometimes I mix the white and the black. Oh. And I guess you would get a gray, but I never really <laughs> thought about the color context with with, with the espresso beans. Oh, of three course. of them, of course. You have three. to have three. You have to have three. One for health. Yep. One for wealth. One yep. for family. One for family. Yep. You got it, brother. <laughs> well, and it sounds like. Uh, but there, there's a little bit of Sambuca. There's a little bit of star anise in there. There's, um, and then um, uh, I, I was married in Prague. I have, we have a why? Friend, well, <laughs> long story. But we have a friend uh, that stayed with us in the states, and she wanted us to come to see her town uh-huh. at some point. So we did, and we staged a surprise wedding so we could film it. We have a film short that we did in 1999. <laughs> I hear Prague is beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful, fantastic. But in Prague, they have um, Bekarovka, which is a an after dinner liqueur as well. It's like a digestivo, so like sambuca or. Um, and then there's Schlievovitz, which you can find in many right. countries, or different pronunciations of that same. So the herbal qualities, the the spice qualities, all of that we've we've tasted all these different things. So we we wanted to incorporate them into something. That um, that gave off an, uh, a unique profile, but also it's got the, an the amazing Christmas profile. That's that's magnificent. Do you come from a family of booze making people? I mean, is that is that in the blood? <clears throat> well, we're we're Italian, and uh, um, my cousin Joe really resurrected the his, the family history uh, of making food and well grandma of course always made the food sure but in the 90s my my cousin joe zaha who i mentioned a lot he's he's also the man behind the perfect mix in this 12 spices of christmas and i can boast about it because joe if you you, is joe gonna hear this (laughs) oh yeah joe you're a hero (laughs) you're a hero joe applause applause yeah we all worked on it but i i I give it to joe because he he knows how to take it to the next level like we all focus on where we can get and then joe somehow can take it a little bit a little bit better a little bit higher and so in the early 90s he and my dad got together we're just talking at a family function he says hey we should we should make sausage like grandpa used to make and my dad was like Yes, we should. Let's do it. You know, because we can't buy Italian sausage with enough garlic in it right. anywhere. It just doesn't exist in the stores. So um, I'm going to say it was 1995. I uh, might be raw, off on a year there, but we got together and we took, we went and got, we picked out the pig and got the, the meat you and took brought it, it home and you know, grinded it up and cut it into chunks and stuffed it in, you know, and came up with like 70 pounds of sausage. It's a beautiful process, up, yeah. isn't it? It's, and it's also a very, uh, bonding. Yeah. Now, I'm not talking about the actual bonding of the sausage. <laughs> I'm talking about as, as far as a family, mm-hmm. uh, making sausage and, and that whole process involved. I mean, everybody, everybody gets their hands, uh, gets their hands a little meaty in that yeah. process. And, and so the second year, you know, all the guys in the family, said they wanted to join in and Uh and, because they tasted it and wanted more you know so um that eventually got bigger and bigger and bigger every year so now we're still doing it we do it on the same day every year it's the the saturday before the super bowl so you know there's no football that weekend and uh we make about 750 pounds of sausage you went from 70 (laughs) 
the 750 <laughs> pounds of sausage. And then we all, you know, we package it. We have a packaging department. We have, you know, everything. We freeze it. But this all it. goes to the family. Yeah, so then everybody takes some home. And, so this isn't and for sale. Put it free- no, 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 this isn't, this isn't tacked along. You don't throw in a, a free pack of sausage for every case no. of three binds. And right now I'm wishing I would have brought one for you, but, you know, maybe next time. Next time. Maybe that's a maybe that's a side <laughs> venture. After three binds takes off like it's going, yeah. you guys move into three into, swines. Into three <laughs> swines. Hansberry. Hats off to Hansberry, everybody. Oh, thank you, thank Hansberry. You. First it was Joe. Now it's Hansberry. Right. Three swines. Uh, three swines. Top five. That's, Top jo- five. You should jot that down. You should jot that down. <laughs> I don't down. even think I have to. <laughs> <laughs> you need to. You need to write that down and don't forget that one. Uh, I think we already if, registered cause it. Because if, if you don't, if you don't, I will. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we've been making sausage and and you know the beer. We've been doing that forever. So yeah, it's it, we've now the beer is not something that you also sell, right? No, that's just no. something you guys did your mm-hmm. own. So you make great craft beer and don't even think twice about, hey, we should sell it. But you come up with this whiskey, and then all of a sudden, that's what you sell. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the avenue was you know, paved already for, for that because Joe is a, a wine broker. So okay, he's a wine could, broker. Who makes wine in the family? He doesn't. Well, he's, I, I made wine. Somebody um, made wine. Somebody had yeah, to have made wine. I made wine for a long time. Actually, uh, the first time I made wine was with uh, Scott Francis, who is the founder of Columbus Brewing Company uh-huh. and and also uh Barley's Brewing Company yeah. and now at Temperance Row in in, uh, in Westerville. Um so yeah, he, he I was f- friends with him uh through my radio days. I met him. Whoa, 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 whoa. radio days. Right. I was I was at WCBE from 95 through 2001 with Max Faulkner and Patrick Tesla. Really? Yeah. So you you so you so you so you're familiar with this this uh yeah I'm 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 out of practice but uh, I think you're doing a great job so do you miss it do you miss radio uh I miss the I miss the music programming a lot yeah I've been still programming music in fact if you come to my house I have probably three or four hundred playlists of of music that I put together that you still keep that I still use just for family functions and whatnot you know I still DJ for family functions. Yeah. And home in my life, yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. I, I love that. I love that you've been able to incorporate things that you love, and still use them in in a, in a family sense, and then get together with members of your family and put out this great product. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be a great feeling. It, is it? Is yeah. this your ticket? Well, um, we'll see. We we like I said before, we we want the business to grow, but we've agreed to make it grow slow. I mean, we have. Um, plan we have step plan B and plan C if we do get what a, is a what is the what is the ultimate goal? case order or something like what's that. the ultimate goal where is this where does three binds want to take you I I want to flesh the pro I want to flesh the portfolio out I want to have like you know seven of these so it's like my like the beer taps you know right um that's my goal so right now what we're doing is we're making enough to make enough money because our margins are really low. We aren't, you know, really paying our, ourselves. We're using volunteers, our family, our wives mm-hmm. and our kids and nephews and and uh, nieces to bottle and label and that kind of thing. Because you're in how many states right now? We're currently? in 10 states. 10 states. Yeah, so yeah. when you say our product is in 10 states, that 
that starts to sound successful. That's that. I mean, yeah. per, perception is reality. And when I read that three binds is in ten states, I'm thinking they're on to something. Yeah, and the but be able to to be honest, we got to be able to continue selling in all those states. You know, right. so the big guys make it e- make it easy on themselves. They just hire a bunch of people to go out and sell, sure. or they go into those states to the distributors and tip them off. Hey, give I'll give you an extra ten bucks if you for every case you sell of Captain Morgan's, you know. So then they set down the three binds and pick up the Captain Morgan's. You yeah, know? Well, need I so, remind you, you make sausage. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I would, take, fine with sausage. I would take two packs of, of you know, garlic-filled sausage yeah. over 10 bucks any day of the week. Right. And I would move your product up on the shelf. No, yes. no. So, no, I'm just saying it's... it's three swines. Uh, three swines. But that's why we say we want to grow it slow because we don't, you know, it's just the way it's going to go, you know, for us, you know, if, if, if all of a sudden, you know, it's kind of a niche product. It's a, I think the Christmas one is much more universal, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, but the hops profile, you know, some people don't like IPA. But some I think people the don't craft like beer you know? uh, movement has got to help you. Oh yeah. I, I mean, think so too. Yeah. And we, you know, when we first were making it, you know, the, one of the first couple of whiskey drinkers we brought over to taste it, um, said, boy, this reminds me of a uh, of a scotch because there's there's like a bitterness quality that that the peat and the scotch gets, but it's not the same. It's just you know something similar, you know. And we were afraid that we weren't going to attract the scotch drinkers, and we were afraid we weren't going to attract the IPA drinkers because it wasn't exactly what they might expect. But so far, we've been proven wrong. So that's very nice thing you know you know what uh, we got arch madness from uh, vinyl analysis popping in um he was recording his podcast earlier uh pat these guys are ipa uh drinkers uh-huh. big time fans they they love them they have them before every podcast this is an ipa bourbon and so he's got some... iron maiden on his jacket yeah. right there. i didn't so, bring a cup i didn't bring a cup no we got guys. a little shot glasses i want you yep. to try i want you to try it and i want i want to get a uh in my opinion, an unbiased opinion from from Arch Madness. This is good, man. If, if Archie likes it, Pat, this one. You, uh, give him the original first, and uh, for his friends as well. Yeah, go ahead, yeah, boys, yeah. please. Right, Sonya right. from Shuck and Bubba Deluxe, okay. man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Archie, get over here by the microphone because I want to get your thoughts. All right, here we go. Hey guys, here we go to 2018. Let's have a good year, right? We're almost there. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, are you wow. tasting it? Are you, yeah. Are you, are you tasting the hops? Oh, that's different. Yeah. No, I really like that, mm-hmm. man. It starts yeah, very different, but then it kind of comes in. Like I get the hops. Whiskey. I get yeah. the hops. You get the mm-hmm. hops, but then I love it with the whiskey. Uh, no, that you can shoot that too, Dino. Don't 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 sell that short. <laughs> that can be shot. It's that's something you can that you can tip that back. That's not I mean, something no, I have to good. sit back and you know. Nice Watch four quarters of Ohio State, Iowa. I can just sit there <laughs> and and do a shot of that. Thank you, gentlemen. But do you yeah. like that combination? I love do that like combination. That? Where do you buy this stuff? Uh, well, it's available here in Columbus, Ohio, right now All as we speak. I vote Hopefully. yes on oh. issue three. Most of them. <laughs> How long is that age? <laughs> it's it's a young bur- bourbon. It's so a it's, young bourbon. A, less than a year. Oh, yeah. Less. Okay. Yeah. Less than a year. Nice. Yeah. 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 
right, well, wow. thank you, thank Dino. You. Delicious. Yep. Delicious. Woo! Wait, 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 wait. I, I wanted you to try that one first because this one. <laughs> okay. This one. This is mine. This one. Uh, I mean. I, 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 I don't want to play favorites, Pat. I'm sorry. I don't want to play favorites, but it is special. And this is only a limited edition. This is on Christmas. It's got like some eggnog. It's got like a spicy kind of vibe. This is only this is limited. It'll only be available for the holiday. And you guys are tasting this before it even comes out. It's not even it's not even out yet. We're buying a bottle right now. All right, here we go. Did you bring extra? There you go. Cheers. So try this. Salud. This is, yeah. this is the, 12, the, the 12 spices of Christmas, the three binds version. Here we go. Here we go. That's delicious. That's great. Mm. Oh, that's the winner. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's that yeah. is the gift that keeps giving. That that after that is amazing. Right? Better than the first one. I know. Plus and this oh this one's 30, I think it's Thirty dollars plus tax. That's worth it. Which one? The, the twelve. The twelve spices. Or twenty nine plus tax. Twenty nine. Yeah. Plus tax. That one's twenty seven plus tax. Yeah. Well, yeah. Under thirty bucks or thirty. Yeah. yeah. It's only gonna be available in November and December. Okay. So we, well, we suspect. You. We suspect. Thank you. Yeah. Delicious. That yeah. is. Oh. Yeah. Woo! We're flying back to Potasco. <laughs> Thank you so much. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Dino. Buddy. I'll talk yeah, to you guys nice. soon. Woo! See you. Rock and roll. Happy Happy holidays. We do uh, share a studio right down the hall from the rock station. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Arch Madness from Vinyl Analysis. By the way, you can go back to the archives and, and listen to a two-parter with Arch and myself, which was uh, one of my favorite podcasts out of the mix. And there you go, man. That is pure, unadulterated, yeah, that was giving you their honest reaction. Unscripted. Yeah. yeah you got to love that. that. That was awesome. Yeah. You got to love that. That was, uh, <laughs> that, that's, that, when they were getting ready to leave, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. bring those guys back in here. If there's going to be a panel right. to try this stuff right now, your parents, uh, are, are they, are they still yes. li living? Mm -hmm. And um, are they, are they proud of you that you're making whiskey? Yes. Um, my, my mom actually doesn't drink, but she drinks this. <laughs> okay, there you go. That's just about as high uh, praise as you can get. Yeah. And my dad has never liked beer, but he's all he does is ask for my homebrew. So whenever we're at family functions, he did you bring some homebrew? I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm doing whiskey right now. I'm doing whiskey right now. Has he tried the whiskey? Does he yes, like the he whiskey? Yes, he likes it. Yeah. And your mom likes the whiskey. My mom likes it. Yeah. Does she? Has she tried both of these? Uh huh. And which one does she? Uh, Lean towards. You know what? I she I, like her kids. I don't think she picks favorites. Oh, except she does pick Dean. How wise! <laughs> how wise! Well, um, I, I I don't know where to go. You just got, as far as I'm concerned, uh, three, in, three high yeah. endorsements mm -hmm. from three from three heavy drinkers <laughs> <laughs> who who know their IPAs and right. like their whiskey. Right. So, um. That's fantastic, and, and I I love it. So uh, I'm thrilled that uh, it is here in Ohio and available. Um, bourbon plus Simcoe, Cascade, and Amarillo equals three binds, three hops, three times, three binds. I, I think it's got a it's got a big big future, man. Congratulations! Well, I, hope. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's no, pleasure. my pleasure. Our guest has been Pat Testa. And the guest bottle, three binds, available uh, by the time you... If you're listening to this podcast, uh, when it drops on its uh, on its original drop date, it's available. Great. You're right? Yes. It's ready. It's ready for you. Not that I don't think that uh, 
being on Whiskey Business will be all you need to let people know how to get a hold of your product or or to find <laughs> out more about your product. But maybe we should give them some additional information if they want to explore the world of Three Binds on their own. How would they do that? Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, just go to our website, threebinds.com. That's simple. That was available? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Three binds spelling out not the not the letter not, not the number the, three. Yeah, thank you for pointing out. Yeah. Three the word. Three the uh, word. Threebinds.com, B-I-N-E-S.com, and all of our social media is uh, at three binds. And of course, we want to thank our sponsors as always. Oh, I got to get some of this over to uh, to John Saya. Oh yeah, he's gonna love this. I want to thank the law offices of Saya and Pyatt, uh, located in Columbus, Delaware, Cleveland, and Mount Gilead. Uh, you can contact them at splaws.com or 888-OBIOhio.com or 614-444-3036. With 100 years of collective experience and a reputation for results, you can contact them today for a free consultation. The award-winning lawyers of Saya and Pyatt. So uh, let me wrap it up and say, Hansberry, nice to have you back. This is a good return this is to whiskey business to actually get into the business, the business of whiskey. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice, nice. Uh, we'll be back, obviously, in the weeks to come with uh, with more great guests. I want to thank uh, Greg Hansberry for producing Whiskey Business and making it so awesome uh, each and every week. It is a Never the Luck production recorded with the cooperation of the Columbus Radio Group. All the opinions are those of me, your host, Dino Tripotas, and my reluctant guests. And I never meant to offend, only to educate, and whenever possible, entertain. And so, my friends, until the next bottle, see ya. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.